I've always been a leverage your laziness kind of guy willing to work very hard in pursuit of the easy sale. I had to think creatively to solve this problem. My first idea was to sell advertising to small businesses through their local chambers of commerce. Maybe one chamber would buy advertising on behalf of their members. The problem was that the chamber was too altruistic, not selfish enough. If they were, they would have argued convincingly for their member organizations to buy advertising from me, which would collectively drive more traffic to the town, and eventually each business would benefit. So I asked myself a new question. Who, in fact, did have the right kind of selfish motivation to help me? That led me to think of New York's first real estate television show. Welcome to the Food for Thought Lunch Break with Steve Bookbinder podcast, the show that gives you things to think about when you're trying to make more sales without all the seriousness of conventional sales talks. Enjoy and learn as he makes fun of sales training, salespeople, and sales trainers, including himself, all while giving you battle-tested strategies that work. Now, here's your host, Steve Bookbinder. Hey, thanks for joining me on your break. I'm always looking for ways to get more sales easier. Turning your break into a coaching break is a great way for me to help you get more sales easier, too. Nothing produces more sales easier than getting others to help you sell to people they know better than you do. I know what you're thinking. Of all of my non-standard training ideas, most of which involve debunking popular sales myths and tossing expert sales trainers under large vehicles, this one is too incredible to believe. How is it possible in real life to do what only seems possible in a movie, get others to echo your sales pitch to their friends and business associates? Well, it's not only possible, but it's necessary if you want to make more sales easier, which is why we made getting others to echo your sales pitch the topic of today's Lunch Break Coaching Session. Today, I'll show you how my thinking evolved that led to this exciting sales strategy and examples of how I pulled this off. Then I'll suggest action steps you can take this week so you can get others to start echoing your sales pitch. As always, let's begin with today's question. How do I get others to echo my sales pitch? The short answer is find people who selfishly benefit when they promote you and your business. Before I expand on that answer, let me clarify Usually, the word selfish denotes something negative, but in this case, selfish connotes reliable. That is, when people act in a selfish way, their motivation to help you is more dependable. Let me expand on that answer. Over the years, I've had many people recommend my service to others. Most of them surprise me by how much better their pitch is than mine. They know exactly how to describe my offer to an audience of skeptical people. The audience relates more to them than to me. I didn't know that would happen when I first began in sales with a cable company's ad sales team. 
On day one, I was given a many-page list of accounts and agencies that I was not allowed to call on because they were on someone else's list. No big advertiser was left. How was I going to make a living if I only had small accounts I could sell to? I've always been a leverage-your-laziness kind of guy willing to work very hard in pursuit of the easy sale. I had to think creatively to solve this problem. My first idea was to sell advertising to small businesses through their local chambers of commerce. Maybe one chamber would buy advertising on behalf of their members. The problem was that the chamber was too altruistic, not selfish enough. If they were, they would have argued convincingly for their member organizations to buy advertising from me, which would collectively drive more traffic to the town, and eventually each business would benefit. So I asked myself a new question. Who, in fact, did have the right kind of selfish motivation to help me? That led me to think of New York's first real estate television show. That idea began with this one, offering real estate brokers a chance to add television advertising to support their multiple listing marketing so they could offer TV marketing to help sell their clients' homes, but only in exchange for a 90-day exclusive contract. The brokers loved the idea. They prefer exclusive listings. Customers might be persuaded to sign for exclusive representation from one broker if they thought their house would sell quicker and for the asking price. Selfishly, the brokers wanted the benefit of having exclusives, but they're too selfish to take all the risk of paying for all the TV listings themselves. But, they reasoned, if the agents kicked in half of the money needed for each televised listing, then each broker would pay the other half. If I could sell all the listing slots in the show, I could get a big sale from a lot of brokers and agents, each paying a little bit. Well, the idea worked. I closed a huge sale, not only because my idea was interesting enough to echo, but because the brokers echoed my pitch more effectively than I did. Although I thought I did a good job presenting to and persuading the agents, the real key was the broker who got on stage to introduce me. That person, salesperson by trade, was especially convincing when they put their money where their mouth is, paying half of my television fee. They echoed my pitch to agents I never met. Their echo reached undecided agents who saw my presentation but needed the broker's enthusiastic support. Their echo served to warm up the audience before my presentations, who were now much more willing to listen to me after hearing from the echoey broker. If the brokers weren't so selfish, their motivation to echo might have been more muted. Over the years, I've applied this concept by selling through associations and trade organizations who found it to be a win-win-win by helping their members appreciate their membership more because, in part, of the special deals I made available to member organizations. Trade organizations selfishly want 
members to keep renewing. My sale encourages members to find value in their membership through my special offerings, which they couldn't get outside of the trade organization, which works for the member and it works for the organization and it works for me. I've worked with manufacturers who sell through distributors, as well as large distributors who command a lot of attention from their suppliers. When a large organization didn't play along, I created my own. I created an event for healthcare companies from each state to attend. I put on a healthcare-focused networking and learning event and invited my current clients, my prospects, and healthcare companies I never met. The networking lunch, really just a lunch, became a networking lunch when my customers talked to my prospects about me and my service over lunch. I have evolved that into a happy customer strategy, the key to which is having an already satisfied customer tell prospects about me instead of me telling them about me, which never works as well. I work with startup companies in Europe who are part of an investment trust portfolio. The startups, the investors, and my company all benefit when my training leads to more sales and return on investment capital. I've even partnered with sales training competitors who sell my training to their clients when I cover ground they don't cover, or I can get to a workshop they can't due to a scheduling conflict. You should hear how well they pitch me to their clients, much better than I pitch myself. Of course, they are selfishly motivated to hold on to their clients rather than lose them to a competitor. Partnering with me assures they hold on to their accounts longer. Here's a summary of today's coaching session. There are others whose business interest potentially motivates them to help you by echoing your sales pitch. You need to start the echo chain by meeting them and learning how they make money and what they're accountable for. Learn their short-range goals and their long-range goals. Learn what motivates them to act. You need to think about their role from their point of view in order to see their selfish connection to helping you. You need to bring them an idea which is novel enough to echo and simple enough to repeat. You need to structure the deal around their most selfish instincts to really get and keep their attention. That way, they are selfishly incented to include your pitch whenever they echo. Here are four actions you can take this week. A. Make a list of target accounts and think about which trade organizations or professional membership organizations they belong to. Which suppliers do they work with? Whose products or services are they reselling or at least relying on? To get the complete list of associations, check out the ASAE, the American Society of Association Executives, essentially the Association for Associations. B. Learn who your target buys services from and whose products, services, and solutions they resell, which relationships are most important for them to grow. C. Learn who else is trying to sell to that target company. Maybe you can team up with them, for example. 
If your target prospect hired a consultant to support their efforts, and that consultant works with your target and similar organizations, well, the two of you need to get together so you can echo each other's pitch. And D, continue to learn how to echo your pitch by scheduling time for our next lunch break coaching session. Over the next few weeks, we'll alternate talking about echo selling with interviews with sales and digital marketing leaders. Until next time, remember, I'm Steve Bookbinder, your sales coach. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Check out our free playbooks and training and coaching offerings on dmtraining.net. And contact me ASAP if I can help your team get more sales or help you have a more successful sales career. Thank you for listening to Food for Thought. To get your free sales playbook, visit dmtraining.net forward slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of Steve's jokes and helpful resources. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.